Welcome to Victorious Living. You know, you've seen these bump. Have you seen the bumper sticker? Just do it, and, and th th that's what God must be saying to us about the process. Just do it. And so, well, what's He saying? If you'll do it, I'll show you what I can do in that for you. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us the process of walking in victory. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the process of walking in victory. The first step in the process of victory is to recognize the source or the origin of your opposition. Uh, you know, I don't know how that fits with everybody, how, how what everybody's thoughts or thinking is on it, but uh, we've heard this so much, and sometimes you can hear something so much, you can, you can forget sometimes what you've heard. But we never want to forget, we, we have an adversary. We have someone who is against us. There is someone that doesn't want you, or me, or us, to have what Jesus has purchased for us, and well, we, don't, we, we all know his name. It's Satan. He does not want us to have what God has purchased for us. So what does he do? He puts up a front. You know, it's kind of like the walls of Jericho when the children of Israel came to the walls of Jericho there was a front in front, a front in front. There was something in front of them that they couldn't get in unless that got out of the way or unless that was removed. So they, they, they were, God gave instructions. How many of you remember what he told Joshua? What did he tell them? What did he, tell? he said, when you get there now, you're here. What did he tell them to do? He told them, now you march around the wall six times and on the seventh time he told them what to do but he didn't tell them I'm going to walk around the wall for you so they had to follow the process but when they followed God's process and did it the way he laid it out in front of them to do and how to do it and what to do on a certain occasion being the seventh time when he laid that out in front of them, he said, now you go do that. And, uh, you know, they could say, well, that's just too hard. I don't know. All the human thought sometimes comes into play. And we have all of these thoughts. But no, they didn't do it. Joshua and the children of Israel, they, they didn't do that. They heard the process and they followed the process. And God showed his power in the process, in their process. He showed his power. So if I'm praying to God to do something for me, he said, why don't you do what I tell you to do and I'll show you what I can do for you. And so we sometimes could stand there looking at the wall and not following the process and we'll be standing there when our beard is long and our hair is gray. We're still standing there looking at the wall. 
Huh? Amen. Thank you for your enthusiasm. <laughs> I'm kidding with you. And so we, we then wonder uh, a year later, six months later, a year later, 18 months later, two years, three years, four. We're wondering why hasn't, something hasn't happened. I know God can do anything. Well, he can't really do anything without our uh, participation with him. He so designed that, that, that my people, my children, if they will work with me together in this and follow my instructions, I'll show the power that they say they believe in. And so if I would ask the question, how many of you believe in the power of God? Every hand in here would go up. And if I say, if you really mean, if you really believe in the power of God, both hands, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so that's not that we don't know what we should do. It's that old process that gets in the way. And so we want a different way of getting what God has provided for us. Isn't that right? Amen. So, you, you know, uh, I thought about, think about the little children, you know. And sometimes the little children want you to do something for them that they could do for themselves. Isn't that right? A little, a little thing tonight at the house, you know, Daddy, she dropped her bottle. She dropped her bottle on the floor under the table and she said, get it. And her mom said, you get down there and get it. No, get it. And so what did I do? <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. I got it. And that ain't a song. I got it. I got it for her. And so sometimes our little children, lovely and precious and sweet as they are, sometimes they just want mommy to do it for them. And we don't want to let that kind of thing bleed over into our relationship and our walk with God. God, you just do it. You just do it. I like it when you do it. I'll enjoy it when you do it. I'll feel better when you do it. Just do it. You know, have you seen, these bump, have you seen the bumper sticker? Just do it. And, and that's what God must be saying to us about the process. Just do it. And so well, what's he saying? If you'll do it, I'll show you what I can do in that for you. And so we know then that there's a process that goes with it, you know. It's a process, as I said earlier, there's a process when we get up in the morning time and you know you prepare yourself for work. And, uh, you, you do all those things that are necessary to be done uh, in order to get you to work and get you there safely and all, all that's in that. But it's a process. And uh, you don't call for your employer. Would you come over here and get me ready to come down to your place? No, you don't do that. You don't do that. That's probably the last time you're going to get a check there. But no, you don't do that. You don't do that. You just don't do, do that. So what I'm trying to impress on us tonight is not deep. <laughs> it's just not deep. <laughs> Somebody said, Are, do you preach deep? I, I said, I, I don't really know what I preach. <laughs> but if it's deep or shallow or whatever, I preach, I preach what I know. 
And there are people who knows more than I know. Now I understand that too. And there's a lot of people who knows a lot more than you know. I heard that amen all the way from the house. And so it's a process. It is a process. And God is the God of process. He is the God of habit. Good habit. And so what do we need to do, folks? We need to do what he tells us to do. And follow the process. Follow the way that he lays out in front of us and assume our responsibility that he's given to us to deal with or to walk in. We've got to do that, people. And I, I, you, you're probably doing it. I'm not in here preaching like you're not. I hope I'm not. I'm not. Uh, but just waiting for somebody to counsel you, to tell you when you know what to do. They don't have the answer. You don't have the answer, but God has the answer. So, you know, let me just hop on little soap, soap boxes along the way here. Is that all right? You have to be careful who you listen to in what is called counseling. A lot of times it's not counseling. It is you do what I tell you to do. So God's not just counseling you. He's telling us something that's going to take us to the something that he has already done for us. So you do need to be careful. I mean, you can do what you want to do. You know, it's your business. You can do what you want to do, but I don't listen to everybody. I don't take counsel from everybody. It's not the need that I don't, it's not that I don't need some counsel along the way because I do. And I appreciate it when I get good counsel, but I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what God's already told me to do. Now that might sound arrogant. I don't mean for it to sound arrogant. But if I know what to do, ain't no need to ask John, you think I'll do this? John, w would you agree, agree with me that, that I'd, I'd do this? And, you know, and you, you pray about it for me, and, you know. And, yeah, no, no, no. Can, I, can John pray with me in agreement with the word of God and me and him both are standing together in agreement, but the foundation is the word of God? And yeah, and we're still in the process. That's right, John. I, I could tell that preachers all over you, brother. And but we're still in the process. And so here's the, here's the bottom line again. Let me say it again: is that there are things that God expects of us. There's things you expect of your children. You know, we could run this out in, in different you know different ways. But God has an expectation for you to desire what he has done for you. Can I say that again? God has an expectation for me, you, his children, to desire what he has done for us. Now, here's the point. If I don't desire that, I'm probably not going to do a lot of praying about that. I'm going to say, now, John, I'm sending you a prayer request I'm going to write down what it is now. And you and, you and Evan, y'all go on out and get you something to eat tonight. And, when, you know, you know, a couple of minutes before you go to bed, you know, pray a little bit. No, God expects me to desire what he has done for me. 
And when that desire is kindled on the inside of me, well, now let me tell you one thing there. I'm just going over some, ah, you understand this. Desire is not kindled by someone else. Desire is kindled by the spirit of God. But if I'm not cooperating, having fellowship in prayer, in the language of the spirit, in tongues, if I'm not cooperating, John could be down on his bed just going all kinds of way praying for me and it's not going to affect me. Can you see what I'm saying tonight? And it's not hard. It's not difficult. It's not, you know, some kind of strange doctrine. No, no. Learn to pray for yourself. Learn to pray for yourself. Am I okay? Am I okay? Now listen to me carefully because, you know, I say things sometimes and I wonder why I say them. I'm kind of like, I don't know how many of you remember C.M. Ward. He's an old assembly preacher, you know. And uh, so they, uh, somebody was quizzing him or talking to him about something that he said that they didn't agree with. And so he's just kind of did like this. And he said, well... It's amazing what a man will do when he's under the anointing. No, it's amazing what a man will say when he's under the anointing. So you've got to learn. It's our hope that today's message, The Process of Walking in Victory, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 17. Today's offer number is 17. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.